Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm well. And you know what? The last couple of podcasts, I've heard either you or me going, was it something <laughs> at the start? I'm so, so proud of us. recording a bit earlier than... Um, we did we not know. do that this time. So yay. <laughs> Progress. <Woo> <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Oh, funny. Oh, dear. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in quite a while, but we have, surely. I think so. Like, but obviously, it does... today we have. Yes, we have. Like... <laughs> I know. Actually, I have to say I've been sort of back at work proper this week mm. and um, so picking up with a few people that I haven't spoken to since last year and it's like mm. it's been a really long time. <laughs> it's been a long, I'm the same, my supervision groups kicked off this week. Yep. I like a bunch of supervisees who, yeah, it same. was all this week. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, November. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. And it's February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really it nice long. actually. Yeah, I feel like. There's something about working properly again where you go, oh, I have a level of competence. Yes. <laughs> this and makes routine. me feel good. Yes, and, and routine. Absolutely. Yes. All those little, shape all those and structure absolutely. to the day. Yes. So what's been the best mm. thing that you have eaten this week? Oh, Meg, I it's 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 a battle. Because I've Ooh. actually had it's been quite a good, I mean, it's only we're only halfway through the week, but it's been quite a good it's food only week. Wednesday. Yeah, nice. I know. Yeah. We had a birthday party on the weekend for my youngest child, and she has an inordinate number of friends with celiac disease. <laughs> Far more than you would expect. Like but it's it was, probably better, right? To have a few and then you just go right. Oh, yeah. But it's really nice because like a few a couple of the mums have gone, Oh, you know that no has celiac disease, da da da. Um, let me know what you need me to send. I'm like, no, no, I'm just gonna do the whole thing. Like mm. The whole thing's gluten-free. The whole thing, yeah. And um, I made the uh, nachos of your dreams, but with the pork carnitas oh, from Recipe yeah. Genetes in both cases. Of course. And amazing. From the book. I think they're both in the from book From the recipes. book, yes, including the cheese sauce, which yeah, is. isn't it delicious? You know what? It made it's me think much. of. I know. But I had this moment where I was, now if you're from Sydney and you are of a certain age, you will remember Wonderland. Oh, yeah. I there was of a, of a certain age. You know, <laughs> any of the 20-year-olds and under, you're not going to remember Wonderland, but wet, it's where, where Wet and Wild, wild is. now is, which is not Wet and Wild, it's Raging there Waters. But anyway, roller coaster. Yeah. So they, I remember being there for, I don't know, gosh knows what, but having like basically it was corn chips and that cheese sauce and just like oh, wow. mind blown. So and I, I had a full like. I can even see it oh. around me. Wow. So that could be it. I'm not really. Oh, then I, but I cool. also did. I did those, the, the, oh, the shredded Peking beef, which was like you marinate the beef and it's really finely cut and yes. you double dredge it and, and then you double it. fry it. And, and it you was, do it with a crispy vermicelli yes. noodles. Oh, and I think my hand doing, I've set off some fireworks in the background of my Zoom. That maybe that. I did the balloon thing the other day. I don't know. I've accidental. And this morning I was being interviewed on another podcast. Yes. And um, the balloons haven't him. And also at one point, he must have kind of like been going, hmm, and a little question mark, like <laughs> speech bubble. 
hilarious <laughs> I was just like this is so weird but you're recording so you don't really want to go what just happened that was weird <laughs> I mean we do it on our podcast because we don't edit but um yes yeah I've got to turn that oh. off that's going to be inappropriate in with yeah. a client at what some point it? I'm sure is it it's I a hand know. thing it's yeah. something that you do and it goes yeah. oh you want balloons I think I was doing like that I don't know. Now I can't. That's the thing is like we I've done this before this on YouTube now, and so I don't know, know how to make it about. happen. Anyway, so, yeah, so I think I still think actually maybe the nachos is actually the best. Nice. Yeah, yeah great. I Yummy. had the tragedy um, of, of um, unripe avocados that I had been ripening oh, for a week. Oh, my goodness. So I had some. Tragedy. It was very sad. annoying because the guacamole is amazing genuinely inedible and sometimes they just like they don't have the bitterness they just don't have the right texture but they taste these okay. were like hand grenades they were oh right okay nice but you don't, you don't like they were them. waxy i'm like ah oh, do i do you do the in a paper bag with a banana yeah i did that i do oh, that in a paper uh, bag with a banana i did that overnight i sat them in the sun for a couple of hours in the bag oh, with the banana they really should have ripened they something. really should have they were Are they resistant now? oh they're in the bin now because I put them in the oven and then I was like, yeah, no, that's oh. actually not good. I even yeah, wrapped them in foil, put them in it. The, yeah. So I don't think that this is possible. But now I have three amazingly ripe avocados yeah, that did sit in a bag them. with banana for two days and went completely right. So yeah. anyway, I sent the girls. Oh, my, well. my oldest and middle went to the shops and bought three different types of guacamole to add into. Yeah, nice. And it turns out I probably had enough anyway, so. Ah, well. But anyway, yeah. it was great. But anyway. No, What's well, your yeah, they... favourite? Well, my... <laughs> mine's a bit of a funny story because it's really boring. Um, But I think it was my favourite because I really didn't want to have it and then it was great. So it was, <laughs> been la- it was probably last week and it was the maybe the first or second day the kids were back at school um, and so it was quiet and nice. And so I'd had breakfast and then I was working or buzzing around or whatever. Um, and I was just like, oh, you know, I need to have some food, a bit hungry. And I really wanted just buttery toast. That's what I oh, felt like. I yep. want crispy butter. And I knew I had some like white bread in the freezer, some like yes. the bakes of like delicious. You know, I have an OGI, but like really yeah. crispy. And, oh, yep. it's so nice. And I wanted buttery toast. That's what I wanted. And then I was like, I'll be hungry in like 20 minutes if all I have mm-hmm. is buttery toast. What else can I do? And we've got, because we always have eggs because we've got chickens. And I was like, I don't feel like an egg, but I need to have something. And I was just feeling really like, oh, <laughs> just turn off that bit of my brain. But so Inside I was like, oh, the mind cheese. of Meg. I know, right? It was so funny. And this is not often for me. I think I was quite hungry, maybe. It was part of why it was like buzzy. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll just make up a quick omelet. I've got cheese. I can grate some cheese. I have some parsley in the garden. As, as it was cooking, I was like, oh, there's some parsley out there. I'll go and get some parsley. And I sprinkled some parsley on it. So I just had a cheesy parsley omelette. But I literally had the thought of mm, making a stupid omelette for my stupid nutrition um, <laughs> thought <laughs> as stupid, I was making it. Stupid self-care for my stupid mental health. Stupid. Well, and I remember we talked about, you know, that like lunch, it really does make the afternoon better. Like if I've had yes. a decent lunch, I don't, like I'm just a nice human in the afternoon. I'm not distracted. I'm not hungry. I can actually just work through till the kids come home without being yep. like annoyed and having to stop. So there's a lot of benefits to it. But I was just for some reason irritable. I was just a bit resent. I was resentful of it. Um, I just want a buttery toast. But of course, buttery toast goes with omelette. And so anyway, I made the omelette and I sat down and ate it. And it was like 
genuinely delicious. As soon as I started eating it, I was just like, oh, this is so yummy. And I had a toast separately, so I've got to have the deliciousness with one of the sides of the toast, and then I had the other toast with the omelette, and I was like, oh, that was amazing. And so I, made I actually it got everything much. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but even as I was sniffing the parsley, I was like adding vegetables to my stupid nutrition. And I was just picturing that. Have you seen the meme with the eagle going on my stupid walk for my stupid mental health? Have you seen that meme? Yes. And that's what was in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, And when stupid antioxidants really like... with stupid, yeah. stupid. <laughs> stupid primer and stupid, like, phytonutrients. And anyway, it was delicious. And so I actually uh, then made it, I think, the next two days is that what I had because <laughs> it was delicious. And um, another day it wouldn't have been the most amazing thing I ate, but I think because I was so, like, ugh. Just do it. Get the job done. Get on with yes. your day. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. And it is delicious, like cheesy, parsley. Yes, pepper, exactly. Pepper, I know. Delicious. And, you know, if it had been 10.30, you would have just made yourself buttery toast. Bingo, yes. done, good, but it move wasn't. on. It was a lot It was lunch. It was, yeah, lunchtime. Yes. And then I had a full afternoon and then the kids would be home and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. so. It was yes. a very kind thing that I did for myself. Good for but you. I had a bit of a whinge about it. Well, do you know what? Place. I had that conversation with someone earlier today. You know, like sometimes, you know, there's the stuff that you procrastinate about and it's actually usually the stuff you really don't like to do anyway. And there, you can do it. You don't have to do it with good grace. You don't have to. Yeah. You can huff and blow and swear. <laughs> you can do it. It's fine. Excellent. And it's still Great. happy when it's done. And then the it's end. done. Woo-hoo. Yeah, exactly. Like the idea that yes. I have to be motivated and I have to wait and want to do it. And, you know, yeah, it's you know, not going to happen. You can just do no. it begrudgingly. Begrudging is fine. Yeah, because it needs to be done. So, yeah, so I thought that was a bit funny, just an insight into my little brain. Um, <laughs> which is, and yeah, I would imagine around food. you were probably quite hungry. And that's why yeah. it was so prickly <laughs> yes and I was like it's gonna take longer if it's gonna just put toast in but it's like it, I can make an omelet in like three minutes like it is <laughs> super quick I've got this little tiny pan that I was actually yeah. one of those you know that Coles does the points the yeah Jack I have one of them too so I've got the little one it's perfect for like an omelet yeah, yeah, two yeah. or three eggs um it was so easy and it wasn't much mess and it was nowhere near the big deal that I was making it out to be. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of when I sort of very, very first started sort of doing intentional exercise and all of the things that were in my head, like, because I was starting to do some running, like, like, what if, what if I need to go to the toilet? Like, Honestly, how far did I think I was going? Like out into like the wilderness? The wilderness. There is a Maccas within two kilometres of my house. There's two service station like there's so or you know I, how to go to the toilet you know how to manage that actually I could have just turned around and come home as well you know like <laughs> really what did I think I was and it's always like oh but what yeah. if what if what if what if like what if this what if just shush, enough just enough yeah I know, <laughs> enough. Right? I know. yeah brains so are so they're so weird <laughs> so weird so weird anyway um I don't know if there's a segue um, we are back about today and back. look I don't think there is a really but we've spoken I think a couple of times about and we've popped it on our socials and it's been in our emails about doing um some work with parents of teenagers um yes. and we finally oh, came up with a name the teen thing, thing. <laughs> I just have a note a to update the website 
It has yes. a name. We're calling it. It has a name. Lifeguards. We're calling it Lifeguards, the non-rut diet way for parents of teens. Yes, and we but really like that parallel. We are the lifeguards as parents um, and the context matters and we're hoping to get to the point where we don't have to be around but we have taught them how to check for rips to wear their sun cream and yep. to not go swimming in an unpatrolled beach at dusk yes. where there's sharks yes. going to be around and exactly. that's social media sharks yes <laughs> unpatrolled and, beach. You know, <laughs> like in, engaging in those sort of diet conversations that might be swirling around in your friend groups or getting into the habit of comparing yourself unfavorably to well pretty yeah. much anyone um mm. that's especially the they are of, now they're not even real you're comparing yourself oh, with like imaginary people exactly right um a discussion for another day oh gosh yeah that's it's fascinating really isn't it um but even the idea of, you know, getting into that idea of categorising food as, you know, good or bad, healthy or unhealthy, you know, mm. junk, those types of words. So, you know, as as the parents, we need to be able to sort of assess the environment and assess the risks and equip, equip our kids to be in the world because as much as we just like to keep them cocooned that's not in a little kiddie pool <laughs> that's not our job is it that's right we're no, supposed to be growing up there yeah yeah we're supposed to be growing up great 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 grown-ups i suppose yeah mm. yes yeah, sure. so, so now we that's where oh. we're at with it did i freeze for a moment no you didn't i think we both just were like decided to pause <laughs> we're really good with that um but, yeah, like I think un, unlike the way we um, ran the our, our signature program, the non-diet way, as modules over weeks with, um, you know, community and Q&A and a time limit, like I think for, for parents who know that there's, um, I guess, some trickiness that their kids might be mm. sort of experiencing or they're noticing some things that they might be a bit worried about, um, you probably don't want that information dripped out. <laughs> so no, we're going to want it sooner rather than later. Across four consecutive sessions, um, that people and can be attend. Recorded, so yeah. if you can't attend them, yeah, you can watch them later. Yeah. So um, for anyone who's listening and who has listened to our podcast, you'll probably know that it's not going to be four sessions of nutrition education because that's not what we need. We don't need more nutrition knowledge we need we need to know what's like no normal with air quotes all around it we <laughs> need to know what what we should be seeing i guess but yeah, we need what's safety and containment to, right yeah yeah and i think with that you know what's normal or typical or expected particularly um when it comes to weight so mm-hmm. often teenagers sort of have this idea that their weight should just be static um, yep. but actually we expect a quite a significant amount of weight gain between the ages yeah. of like 11 and 17, like yep. what, uh, 10, to be, 10 to 25 kilos, depending on the child. Yep. Um, and it should only be going in one direction. It should only be going up. Yeah. Um, and so having, helping parents have those, help their kids have those normal expectations and conversations yeah. about it if it's not, Cause it's, if there's some red flags. It's Australian data, isn't it, that, that we talked mm. about in our butterfly talk that we did that girls particularly 
have a level of distress around very small weight change, like yeah, one to two weight kilos. Gain of one to two kilos. Yeah. yeah. And so in the context of like, all right, if that's a cause for distress, but what's expected is, you know, maybe 15, 20. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, you know, like having those th- those mm. conversations in a home and parents not being distressed about like rapid weight change across you know that adolescent period it's going to keep that child steady it's 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 like the flotation yeah. devices or it's like swimming yeah. in the flags um Absolutely. it's those like safe containment of of like all right this is this is completely normal and yeah. it's exactly what your body needs to do and that's easy to say um and then if you've got your own sort of shakiness so um I think that's that's harder to um, yeah. really embody. Um, yes. So I think that's I think, part of. As you were talking there, I was thinking about another reason why I like what we've come up with with life guys is, you know, what do we know is like the worst thing you can do if you're out swimming and you find actually you're getting into trouble? The worst thing you can do is panic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so actually trying to help reduce the risk of panic around. Yep. I feel like the water's getting over my head here and I'm feeling really stressed. Actually, knowing yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what do I do? How do I reach out? Yeah. How do I get the attention and the support yes. that I need? Yes, um, yes. Actually helping because that's, you know, when I take kids to the, to the beach, if I'm not in with them, I'm like, what happens if you feel like you're getting out too far? What happens if you feel like you're getting really tired? Do you yeah. panic and splash around or do you like wave to the lifeguard and ask them yes. to come and hook you out? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you know, having, the, I guess, those conversations around bodies, around food, having them comfortably, confidently means that it's sort of there as part of the, it's in the air. And then mm. if distressing things are happening, you, you're It's not too them. weird to bring them up. Yeah, or that's more right. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, watched, we watched this film. Um, oh, yeah. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think um or i've noticed my friend this is happening for a friend of mine or yes. whatever yeah um by having those open communication lines because you're not going to jump into um telling them what to do mode yeah or adding pressure right that's or, it we're taking your phone away you're not going to be exposed to that which is yeah. genuinely where you probably want to go though. straight away but um but recognizing all right how do we make this safe and manageable um yeah. So yeah, like, like I think yeah. So we're going to do this over, I guess, in a in a way, it's probably like quite a, a an extension on the content that we presented across one hour for for butterfly. Mm. So if anyone listening did attend that and you know needs to sort of get into a bit of a deeper dive, so What's I mean, the, what next? What does this mean? Yeah, like how do I yeah, actually apply right. this? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, um, you know, where do values actually come into when come into the sort of decisions I make around food? How does my own stuff show up? Um, yeah. yeah, and like, how do I? What's my that, job? Yes. If you weren't there, I'm just thinking. If you weren't there, I believe. Don't quote me on this because we've been saying this for a while. Mm-hmm. I think we're booked in to re to record that to upload as a um, low cost week. download on our website next week. Yes. So this will help us keep to that. We've locked yes, it in. We're right. fixing the slides and we are just trying to figure out the technology to how to actually have that sit on our website as something you can just go in and purchase yeah. um, anytime you like. Um, but it's probably really good taster. Um, yeah. 
as well to see whether you want you need more um or whether it's like, oh yeah okay I feel like I'm across this because that stuff made sense and- yeah so I think that you know if you as a parent have got a sense of all right what's my job here like yeah. what do I what do I need to do because I think like the teenage that teenage time can be a bit tricky where your child is actually becoming more autonomous they're doing you know more stuff for themselves that maybe you used to do yeah. And when things start to get a bit shaky. And your influence might be getting a bit less. I mean, it's still strong, but it does, yeah, that is that shift. Yeah. That, you know, is it okay for me to step back into, um, you know, like providing? Making sure you have breakfast before you That's right, exactly. (laughs) Like do I need to, is it okay to do that? So I think they're the sorts of like those practical things as well um, is is what we're going to cover in that. But, you know, how do we, how do we also, I guess the, the other thing too is, you know, I think from myself as a parent, I'm really conscious of like the the vulnerability in maybe being inconsistent or sort of I've done mm. things a certain way for so long and now I go, uh-oh, how, yes. how, do, how I do I change, change course yes. and still Definitely. have this sort of sense of credibility? Yeah, like, yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> And so, you know, how do we how do we do those things, and how do we have those conversations? Like, how do we say, like, you know, how do you, this is something yeah. I've done, and now I realise like that's actually really not helpful, and we need to, you know, yeah. do this differently. And that's something, you know, you and I, I'm sure, like, I haven't talked to you about this, but I'm I'm sure it happens to you often when we are working with someone who has unfortunately developed a really um, significant eating disorder. There is a lot of work that happens with parents. Um, mm-hmm without any shaming or guilting or anything like that, where they might have to go, oh, wow, that dieting behaviour, it's not the cause. You didn't cause the eating disorder. Yeah, They're way no, more no. complex than that. There's no, it's a no blame thing. But all we, that has led to beliefs and assumptions and the way we talk about bodies and food in our yeah. house being something that's actually aligned with the eating disorder Yeah, and we need to change. Um, yeah. And so that's certainly, if we can have that change without a child having to go through yes disorder, um, yes. that is definitely possible like prevention getting in ahead of that so important um to get ahead of it because it's really hard and the parents who we work with oh they're amazing um and it's yeah. really hard yeah but you know what i think too is what we really don't need is more kids getting eating disorders mm. doing like six years of recovery or seven years yeah. of recovery and the people that they've spent most time with are dietitians and psychologists. So they've decided, right, I'm going to go and be a dietitian. I'm going to go and be a psychologist. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But no. Which is great. Be, Please be a psychologist or a dietitian, but yeah, also do that. be what you want to be. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, we, we really don't. That's not how we want to have people go into our professions. Um, yeah, absolutely. Be an artist, be a truck driver, be an accountant. <laughs> like, whatever painter florist what you would have been yeah marine biologist um or yeah maybe you would have been or a psychologist or a dietitian yeah that's right but with you know I totally um yes I definitely hear you on that one I think it's often the strongest advocates for sort of non-diet or anti-diet work are people who have seen the other side who are just like oh my goodness this is awful and it's really nice actually when you start to meet people who have gotten there without their own yes exactly right um which is what we're aiming for and that we can help that happen if our homes are 
not aligned with any sort of. I remember one yeah. years, years, and years ago. I just put a little meme up on my Instagram, or not, not a meme. I just created a little phrase because um, it was like, um, was it Insider Awareness Week or some or Healthy Weight Week? It was some week, um, and just being like, eating disorders and dieting are the same language. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same language. Like our, I must say, healthy, healthy eating week. Like if your healthy eating tips are all around mm-hmm. controlling or minimizing your calorie intake. Yeah, that's the language of dieting, and that's the same language as an eating disorder. Absolutely, so we need to right. like, figure ways for our homes to be speaking a different language. Yeah, yeah, yes. So how you know how do we how do we provide nutritious meals without it being about less, mm. less, less? I yeah, think the other thing about too, movement and stress management and sleep yeah. and all these wonderful things, which unfortunately so often are like. Because if you don't get enough sleep, you'll have high levels of cortisol. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's like, really? Or are you just going to be grumpy and tired? And can we really are going to be grumpy um, and tired? (laughs) (laughs) And can we talk about, you know, the other impacts? It's a significant source of stress on your body, and your body doesn't like it. So, yeah, that's enough. That's enough of a reason. It's, it's enough. The other thing I was thinking too is, you you know, that little cartoon where the person's standing in front of the mirror and I think there's a person off to the side and they say, like, which bit would you change first? And the oh, person the says, culture. the culture. Yes, but what's I love the culture? It's all yeah. of us, us individual yeah. humans, you know, each one of us is part of the culture and the more of us that can um, either reject diet culture and not engage in it in the first place, break away from it, whatever it is, that's what changes the culture. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, speaking of like culture, like school, the stuff around school. So um, the we've both seen the um, posts from Eating Disorder Family Australia. Um, yeah. And Embrace Collective and. Yeah, a few other yeah, places. Changes around, to. And a few news articles, a few news articles. Yeah. About changes so, to the curriculum. Yes. And. Um, I cannot think of her name off the top of my head, so I'm going to quickly look it up. Uh, Kylie Burton. <laughs> so Kylie Burton, who's oh, yes. a parent advocate but a former teacher from Brisbane who's been driving these changes um, to the curriculum to remove um, references to BMI, to calories, to good and bad foods, to oh, like healthy, unhealthy, all of that stuff. Let's not do that. Yeah, so I'm seeing heaps of headlines um, and not detail yet so I'm really yeah like, and I know a lot of teachers and I'm like I don't think about this and it's like, yeah oh, same no, no. same so same I imagine it's coming yeah you've got to start at a policy level maybe and then yeah down yeah actually into lesson plans and like but, well what know. a like what a spectacular change and you know yeah. when that becomes sort of action within a school that's going to you know change the culture but i'd imagine too there'll be some pushback there'll be you know people yeah. who are like going well, it's easy what? to keep things the same or people don't understand yeah yeah, yeah. so i'll be really risk. really interested to see what supports this becoming this curriculum yes. change um it'd like be great because i mean we've done a little bit of stuff our like what do you say oh wow Ooh, right downloadable yeah. which people can we'll pop it in the show notes people can oh have yeah that's a good idea little yep. freebie on our website um and you know the work that we actually do in schools yeah when invited to talk yeah um but how much how much better that it might just be a you know a top 10 i can be i can be invited to a well-being day and go and talk about this stuff if they then go into pdhp and watch 
that sugar film. Oh, goodness, um, yes. What was the I'm point? done. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly right. That's one is one that is, you know, obviously probably quite close to my heart having had, you know, beautiful clients um, whose ethos were triggered from assignment related to watching that at school Yeah, who I then worked with for six years. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's beautiful when you get to say goodbye. Um, oh. But then you also have that reflection of, I've been seeing you for six years. You were 12 and now you're 18 yeah. and you're about to go off to uni and you're travelling overseas and this is wonderful and amazing. Yeah. And it was six years. Six years. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Exactly. Like it wasn't so. And yeah, we know, like, you know, there are other outcomes than full recovery, right? I know. So, yeah, yeah if, if, if we can avoid that, wow, incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. incredible. But I suppose, too, maybe it's if anyone's listening to this and going, well, how do I know I should be worried? Like, you know, like I'll, mm. what I guess what are what are your what are your sort of what gets your little tingles in the back of your neck when you hear it with Here's something I prepared earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we were just joking, I was on a podcast this morning, um, which is not coming out for months. And um we were going to talk about one thing and then we ended up talking about something completely different. But I had organized, prepared a list of sort of like yes. the red flags we might look for yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah. our teens. Um, and here's my list. Um, sudden change in food choice, like suddenly wanting to be vegetarian, vegan, or suddenly like something that they used to like. Mm-hmm. Um, a sudden interest in food labels, not just like a passing interest, but like an yeah. interest, like you're noticing there's a lot of paying attention to food labels. Um, some physical stuff, like uh, some fatigue or lightheadedness, particularly yeah. when standing up. It's often a sign of not enough food. Um, body checking. So if you're noticing a lot more looking in mirrors or pinching different body parts mm, and sort of checking yeah. a little circumference of wrists and all these sorts of weird things which are really normal. Well, sorry, not normal. Really common. Yes. But very. They're a, they're a red flag. They're, they're, they're um, actually quite typical across Yes. Um, the people who have, you know, are on that eating disorder yes. pathway. Yes. Yeah. Um, skipping meals or avoidance of social eating um, mm-hmm. and particularly sort of um, rigidity or getting upset about it, like getting upset yeah. to yeah. do things, that's a sign that there's something really churning. Um, also, you know, we need to remember that when we look at eating disorders, um I was having a little look at some Australian sort of prevalence data. And so mm-hmm. it's around about 4% of the population will sort of experience eating disorder in their lifetime, which is not small, really. No. That's a million people. Um, only 3% of those will be sort of your sort of as typical anorexia nervosa. Um, and so also things like, you know, consistently sort of finding large amounts of food wrappers hidden or food mm. sort of disappearing. Um but with a little caveat that actually that can also sort of just be normal teenage behaviour occasionally. Yeah, 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 because they're so, dirty girls. <laughs> like, yeah, just because they've like like hauled through a tube of Pringles doesn't mean they yeah. have eating disorder. Yeah. Um, yeah. It could be just completely normal party behaviour. That's fine. Yes. But if it's consistent, if it's secrecy, if it's hidden um, and if there's also sort of that, that 
fishy meals avoidance, all that sort of stuff going on. Um, and consistently, if I'm always going to the bathroom after eating or if hiding food in, in napkins mm. and things like that to find ways to frequently yeah. not eat. Um, so that was my off the top of my head yeah. thing that I threw down this morning. Can you, yeah. you add anything? Well, I was sort of probably uh, like lower grade, <laughs> lower grade red plate. <laughs> oh, the boat yeah. we're talking about is on it. No, no, I know you were, exactly. <laughs> but I think just that sort of casual body criticism, you know, the, oh, yeah. oh, and so fast. And negativity. Oh, mm. um, or like I overheard when I was sitting at like that training, that athletics training the other day, two girls talking about the running that they do. Mm. And I do this much every every morning because I'm fat. You know, oh. that, yeah, yeah. that compensatory calorie in, calorie yeah. out, calculating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think the idea to like, like and I did write about it, but I, you know, like the idea of like what is it that's, you know, what is it that's wrong about that? And it's. You know, in this case, mm. the girl was objectively lean, like very, you know, and, and that's in an not athletics the problem. Program for running, a, yeah, so that's right, exactly. Possibly not the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the idea of, of like of fat as an insult, um, mm-hmm. you know, fat as a like as a negative body descriptor, um, regardless whether you are or are not, um, mm-hmm. that linking. The reason I move my body is to control the size yeah, of it. Um, yeah, like those sorts of things. And I think, you know, as a parent, like, what, what, what do I say? What do I say? How do I respond? And, you know, mm-hmm. like, and especially anyone who may be slightly across like a non-diet approach or health at every size, you know, like, well, I don't want to come in just with like, you're not fat. You're, you're like, mm-hmm. so because that just reinforces well, the idea that there would be that a problem if it you would weren't. be a bad thing to be. For, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think, like those sorts of things, like um, the other things that have you know, the types those those types of assignments, they would be you know like the calorie oh, yeah. counting thing or the food diary thing or the movement diary. Like they are like not within the child, but those sorts of activities. Would be yeah, things that rip. would. They're a rip in the ocean. They are like they're <laughs> like a rip in right the out. space-time <laughs> continuum, right? They're like you're sucked into a vortex and gone. Um, those sort of things definitely worry me. Um, when I think one of my children was quite little, they asked, you know, we've had this conversation, I think, even on the podcast before. Do you know that tomato sauce has got sugar in it? Like, what? <laughs> you know, so yeah, I did know, and that's yeah. Fine, Don't worry about also, it. Also, like. So why do you why? know that? Yes. Um, so my kid came home, I think I've mentioned this, and asked, like, about an orange. I'm like, yeah. oh, why are people teaching you about, like, yeah. oranges yeah. being sugary? Yeah. So I think being able to identify, like, the sorts of things that put your children at risk, then also mm. the things that also might already be happening, Um you know, like they're not wanting to wear a particular thing because you don't want to show your tummy or your arms or your yeah. awareness of your carnival. body. Yeah, I think those sorts of um, things. Yeah, yeah, like, they're, they're the they're they're the things that would worry me. And yeah. any level of willpower. Children are not supposed to have willpower. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> it's not. You know, like they might be focused yeah. on goals and be able to, you know, go to training and 
you know, arrive late to a birthday party because they had this other thing yeah. on because that thing matters to them. But, yeah, yes. I think, you know, if they would have been quite happy to have, you know, a cupcake and a milkshake after school and, you know, that's a time when kids are really pretty hungry. Really hungry, If yeah. they are, you know, not like they're trying any of that language, I guess that moral type of I'm being I'm good. Trying to be healthy. Ooh, to to be healthy. Yeah. yeah, any of those things. They would be like freak me out. Yeah, because there are, you know, it's not because we're anti-health. I think that's the other thing that, <laughs> that needs to come out. People listen to this. That's right, that. exactly. Um, it's just the linking of yeah. health meaning. Yes. This I think being able to enjoy a variety of foods is part of health. Yeah, flexibility, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I think that, you know, that's one of the things that was on my list is that increased rigidity. Um, yes. And you're like what you're what you're comfortable yeah. becoming smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah. Um, which we see in toddlers for different reasons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the next course. <laughs> toddlers. Yeah, that's I will get um, it. <laughs> yeah. So if I guess if anything, if any of the stuff that we've talked about, um, if, if people are listening and they're like, oh, actually, we were actually really a long way down this pathway already. Then mm. I think the butterfly helpline yes. is really important, yes. depending on where you are, like eating disorders Victoria or Queensland. Um, or um, NEDC.com.au. Yeah. 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 Resources, the yeah. National Eating Disorders Collaboration. Yeah. Uh, Feedyourinstinct.com.au, yes. which is a, yeah. was, was a Victoria government initiative to really help parents to sort of identify you know, your spidey sense is tingling yes <laughs> let's nurture that and we you know and there's some questions yeah. you can do so we should probably put links to those well. in there but if you're like hmm that's quite interesting there's a few things and maybe i need to sort out like my own thoughts on this so i can you know build up that safer environment for my child to feel really contained and, and you know, confident in, mm. then um, at the moment we've got like a like a static page that just you can register your interest. Yeah, if you want to, so you get um, emails when, we, yeah. when we're ready to go. Yeah. And that's sort of, you know, back to that sort of we want our lifeguards to be really competent swimmers. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, and to right. be able to identify the risks themselves yeah. and yeah. to be able to look for risk and um have yeah. you know know what to do when the situation changes. Um do you remember so wanna, um, like, that's our goal. I think it wasn't related really to the eating stuff, but I remember reading something about, you know, your job as a parent. Um, was that idea of like hold, you're holding on that you're they're, they're still attached to you like there's this sort of you know rope and they're thrashing around at the end of it and you're holding on they're out there doing their thing and it's all a bit wild and crazy but you've got them and I think that's like a really um, again like conversations around food and body and sort of you know bringing in some more structure where it might be needed or like bringing in a bit more you know, variety or accountability or whatever might actually be needed to to increase safety is it's going to be uncomfortable. So you really do need to have that steadiness within yourself. Very much like a lifeguard, if you're bringing in someone that's drowning, they can take you under. Yeah. So we don't want that. Yeah. We do not want that. <laughs> Got to be, have your flotation devices ready. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> so we're Cannot... happy to give you some flotation devices yeah, while, yeah, you yeah. Your, while you work on your swim 
drinks as well yeah. if you're feeling like you're you know a bit wobbly in that space how yourself. far can we take this analogy <laughs> i love it <laughs> we're we, we, we're pretty happy with ourselves yeah yeah one, i think yeah <laughs> you should have seen some of the terrible things we came up with before we got oh here. yeah they were pretty bad <laughs> Actually, sign up and we'll tell you what they were. <laughs> Maybe we Not the team thing. Was, the team know, thing, yeah, exactly. Ever great in itself. Yep. All good. All right, well, I um, actually need to run and get to yes, you do. my next thing. I'd have some more water. Your next um, dietitian thing. My next dietitian thing. And, um, yeah, you know what we never say, and I just remembered it because um, if you like now, Give us a oh, yeah. I keep hearing this on the podcast I'm listening That's to right. and I'm like, yes. you know what? I'm going to say it. Yes. Um, and share so, it with your friends. And share it with your friends. Yes, That'd be great. That. Really We'd love that. that. That's a way you can kind of help this grow um, and so more people can be creating our safe spaces for their families, their communities, their friends. Their Changing the culture. Stuff. That's the goal. Yes. All right. Okay. See you, everyone. Bye.